You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hey, Kate, what are you listening to? What a waste. Oh, it can't be that bad. No, it's a song. Oh, what's that from? And welcome back to another episode of What's That From? Exploring musicals we don't know, but probably should. I'm Kate. And I'm Josh. And this week, we're exploring the musical Wonderful Town. Episode 19, the big one nine, baby. (laughs) We're getting up there. We're getting up there. I mean, we are like almost celebrating our 20th anniversary. How fun. How fun and maybe something exciting coming our way. Ooh. Oh, what a wonderful sound, a wonderful town, a wonderful... (laughs) Oh, and what a wonderful world. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. So, Kate, I think it might be your week to do the 30-second plot challenge. I think you are correct. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) All right. um, 30 seconds on the clock. Oh, geez. And away Uh, we go. Two sisters move from Ohio to the big city, being New York. One's an actress, dancer, performer. One's a writer. They both, the one who's an actress, dancer, is like super pretty and cute. The other one that's a writer, like really wants to be a successful writer. Through a series of events, they each like find love and love for each other and love for the wonderful town. And you still got 10 seconds. Oh my gosh. I was so stressed. (laughs) Keep going. You got five. Um, (laughs) New York. They love it. There's a conga line and... That's, that's it. it. <laughs> and that's what I needed. I was waiting for that. So I'm glad you got that in there. Yeah. Yep. It was important. That was really good. Oh, thank you. It's a it's a kind of a quirky show. It's like it's like a golden age, like quirky, like you like meet a bunch of like a cast of like crazy characters that just pop up and go away. <laughs> and there's a ragtag <laughs> group of individuals. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those where, like, someone moves from the Midwest to the big city, and then they they face their hardships. Somebody tells them no, and they get right. a real chip on their shoulder, and they just keep going. And they keep working at it. It's like Thriller Modern Millie, but Thriller Modern Millie, but a different name. <laughs> and another girl. It's like a Thoroughly Modern Millie, but Thoroughly Modern Millie. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself, Josh. <laughs> so it's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. It takes place in 1935. In a good old Greenwich Village. They set us up. It's a classic Bernstein opening of a show where it's like established we're in the big city and it's like like you know what i mean like it's just like chaotic music and everybody's like "Ooh, where are we and somebody's like we're in new york and it's like oh we're in new york and they're all like oh yeah yeah and then they're like new york 
I love this town. And like everyone just keeps <laughs> repeating the name of like where they all are. And everyone's like, not Christopher Street. You know, like yeah. everyone's. Yeah. It's cute. It's super cute. Very it's really exciting. Cute. I think it's a great opener. Me too. Yeah. I can visualize it perfectly. They're like a bunch of sightseers. Yeah. I'm like, how sweet. So it's the two sisters, Ruth and Eileen, coming from good old Ohio. They come to New York. And they're like, we are going to take on the town. And so then they get like a basement, a basement apartment, apartment. And they like get in there and then they're kind of like, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why did we ever leave Ohio? And they got scared. Because I mean, like the big city is like overwhelming. And especially when you first move, it's like. <laughs> the, big, the big city is overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I can relate. Like you first get there and you're like, whoa. Yeah, especially, like, I mean, this is in, like, the 1930s, so, like, they really just, like, came off a bus, like, stepped right. off with their three bucks, two bags, one B. Like, I think they are genuinely really overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. And their apartment shakes because of dynamite from the construction below them on the subway, so they have a little shaky apartment, which like, is cute. And they're like, oh, spooky. But then they're like, you know what? We're sisters and we're from Ohio. So we're going to do it. Sisters, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> so then they're like, we're then they um they're going to they're like we're going to conquer New York. We're going to get out there, but it doesn't really go it doesn't really go too well for them. Well, I mean, it goes pretty well for Eileen cuz she just kind of like breezes her way through. Not in like uh she's not in like hockey about it, but she has a little easier draw of the luck than Ruth does. Yeah, people just like fall at her feet. She got some food from a food samples guy and um, met like the head of the local Walgreens where she gets free lunch from him because he um, he thinks she's cute. And then um, Ruth is kind of like, darn, I do not have this quality. And she sings yeah. a really sweet song called like 100 Easy Ways to Lose a Man. Or, well, that's what she calls, like, her, like, book that she could write. Because, literally, she cannot hold down a single man. And I think it's cute that, that it's, like, if I wrote a book, because she's a writer. Like, I just love that. Yes, I did, It too. played into that. I'll be honest, the song had maybe one too many verses for me. <laughs> yeah, it was a little listy for me. But she was cute. She was cute. Liked her. So it was a sweet little, like, coy, playful relationship you get between Ruth and Eileen. Yeah, I like their dynamic. I do too. And then um, Ruth like finally like, talks her way into like a short story magazine where she meets Bob Baker. <laughs> Bob Baker. Yeah, all the names are like a uh, radio radio host in the nineteen thirties names. Yeah, Bob Baker. <laughs> Bob Baker. <laughs> so then um, Bob is like, you know what? Okay, like I like you, but like I'm gonna tell you, but because I like you, I'm gonna tell you this is a waste of your time. Right. And um, he sings rightfully named "What a Waste," a song that's basically about like all these people that have potential crushing dreams. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, just crushing her dreams. It's like all these people, like basically listing people that had potential and like had talent, but they just wasted their time and money trying to pursue it. So then Ruth is like, "Whatever, I'm gonna leave you these stories." So then she does. Then Eileen, she's been um, eating her lunches for free, and so she's finds herself like a little bit in love with Frank, the guy who works at the Walgreens, which is my favorite song. So sweet. Not to jump ahead to the music, but I love that song. And so she invites him over to dinner, 
And because um, she wants to set Ruth up with free lunches, too, because meanwhile, they're still like broke in New York. <laughs> they're still pouring <laughs> from Ohio and in New York. And so um, Bob comes over to the apartment looking for Ruth um, after he read her stories. And um, Eileen's like, oh, come over to dinner, too. So she's trying to like have like a nice like little New York City party with all the people that we've met so far right and then the phone rings and it's chick clark a newspaper editor (laughs) (laughs) bob baker and chip clark and he and eileen met him um in an elevator and he's like a newspaper um, editor and so he's calling she's just popular yeah she just attracts all these energies true so then there's like an upstairs neighbor wreck this, this character's name he's like don't a, need to describe him very much he's a wreck he's a wreck yeah yeah, yeah. and he's a football player um and so he lives with a uh, helen and they um like helen doesn't like helen's mom doesn't know that she lives with like her boyfriend so they have to like have wreck in their apartment to try to like hide him from the mom him, the mother-in-law right comes and visits and, um, then, like, Wreck just kind of, like, describes, like, his life and, like, his story and, like, his football stuff, which is funny. Yeah, just, like, one of those, like, an, a character, like, pops in, sings a little song, and then you're like, great. Yeah. Nothing to do with what's going on, but it's cute. <laughs> but it's cute. It doesn't wreck cute. the plot. Right. It's cute. <laughs> and then, um... So Eileen's invited Frank from Walgreens, Bob Baker from the short story place, and Chick Clark, the newspaper guy. And um, they have their little potluck supper, and um, they don't really realize, like, who is there for who. Like, she just kind of invited all these people over, and none of them have a real understanding of, like, everybody else's intentions, like, who they are, like, there for. Right. Just kind of like a random group of people. And so they have kind of like this like awkward song conversation piece where they're just kind of like talking hey. around things because they're like such different like vibes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then um, like Ruth and Bob are like talking about their stories and like, I don't know, eventually like Bob ends up telling her off and then um, she like runs away and like is crying yeah, they have this kind of like this awkward moment where they don't like say what they really mean to each other. They just yeah. kind of like get like a, you know, like when you get into a random fight about like nothing and then you're kind of like, oh, why did we just get into a fight about nothing? Yes. Yeah. So then that like kind of all ensues. And then like, like, uh, <laughs> Eileen is alone with Chick Clark and like that's. And he, he wants to like be like. With her alone, so, <laughs> so he sends Ruth away on like a fake assignment. He's like, "You want to work for my newspaper? All right, we'll go interview the Brazilian Navy cadets." <laughs> and she's like, "Got it." <laughs> she's like, "Great, thank you." I just actually got a terrible, sad argument. So then they, she goes to interview them, and then their sole interests is their like sole interest is to learn and dance the conga. Um, a natural plot progression, I'd say. Makes total sense. So then they, yeah. like, follow Ruth home after she, like, agrees to teach them the conga. And, um... And I like that Ruth, like, even though she's going through, like, all these hardships, like, she's not getting any wins throughout Act 1. She's really only ever losing as a character. But she still has, like, this funny, like, 
demeanor and like positive things like she can teach these guys the conga and like have yeah, a big and dance she number. does sure and she yeah. brings them all back to christopher street and then everyone joins the conga line for the finale and then ruth like <laughs> goes to bob and gives him a piece of his her mind and then um eileen eileen's like pops in like hey what's going on and then she gets arrested <laughs> then she's in jail <laughs> for causing this conga line ruckus on christopher street so that's how they close act one with like a rousing conga number and, a, and an arrest. And an arrest. Honestly, if I could describe my ideal way to close an act one, it'd be with a conga line and a good arrest. And on the edge of my seat. Yeah. They, they did it right. <laughs> they did it right. Wonderful Tom, wonderful act one. <laughs> then in act two, Eileen's in jail, but she is like in charge of it. Like I said, she's got this like magnet, like energy where she right. just draws everybody under her. Because she's just a nice person. And um, Officer Lonigan and um, his brigade are all um, Irish police officers. And so they think she's Irish because her name's Eileen. Right. And so they're like worshipping her as like their Irish god. And she's like, to be honest, I am not Irish. And they're like, shh. Don't, don't, don't tell us that. Don't yeah, it's okay. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, so like Ruth comes and she's like, I swear I will bail you out. Like, as soon as I, like, make this money, I'm going to be a promoter for, like, a local nightclub called the Village Vortex. And so, um, she, and like, Ruth goes, like, suddenly Ruth is, like, the dancing queen. <laughs> she's, she's, like, like scatting. <laughs> she, she also is, like, <laughs> she, like, just did the conga at the end of Act 1. Now she's, like, swing dancing. Like, she can't do it all. <laughs> she likes all genres of music she is a groundbreaker and she's style. a groundbreaker you thought eileen was the one coming to sing and dance no ruth is out here she is swing dancing that's so true like you would expect eileen's character to have all those types of numbers but it's like ruth's like sassy um brassy energy it's like really sells it so true so then like that's hip happening and like she's they do this like wonderful town swing and like meanwhile like wreck kind of comes like there's also the side plot still with wreck and <laughs> helen where like wreck is like pretending to be a wealthy art co- collector to win like win the approval of helen's mom and then chick um is frantically trying to call eileen in prison trying to like make things right so this is just kind of like a a wild series of people trying to get in contact with one another <laughs> right everyone's just running all over new york city yes then um, Eileen's released from jail because of Bob from the magazine. And um, the sisters find out that um, their, like, landlord is, um, like, kicking them out of their apartment because Eileen was arrested and because, like, they are just, like, freaking out because of, like, this missing picture that he painted that wreck stole yeah. And, like, sold for $2 as the art person. Like, they just grabbed a random piece of painting they thought and sold it for their, yeah. like, bit. But it actually was the landlord. So he's upset about that. Yeah. So he's, like, trying to evict them. And so they get evicted yeah. for a moment. And then, um, like, this kind of was, like, kind of weird that, um, like, Eileen, they, like, discovers that yeah. Ruth, like, 
also likes Bob Baker, but I'm like, wait, also likes Bob Baker. I'm like, Eileen, girl, you got so much going for you. What the heck? Yeah, wait, Eileen should just stick with the person she said she was in love with. Like, what about Frank from Walgreens? What did he do? <laughs> yeah, what about she just Frank? This beautiful Justice song for about being Frank from Walgreens. <laughs> and now she moved on like Frank from Walgreens. Yeah, let Ruth have her thing. Jeez. So then um they re-sing their ohio song because they're like shoot actually why oh why oh why oh did we leave ohio this is so chaotic part two yeah <laughs> part two yeah and so then um so then like eileen is then conf- confronted by the owner of the village vortex that like ruth is the promoter for and uh He's like, you know what? I'm going to make you a star. You're going to be a singer. And so then um, she, like, ends up becoming, like, a, a New York singer because she was, like, on the front page of the paper because of her, like, um, arrest. Her arrest. <laughs> very, like, Roxy Hart. Very Chicago. Yeah. yeah, very, like, you're in jail. Let's make you a star. Right. So then their landlord is like, actually... Wait a minute! You guys can come back now that you're making money and you're gonna. Be now famous. that you're famous, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, now that you're famous for the right thing, yes, yes, come back. So then, um, um, then Eileen finds out that Bob quit his job because his boss didn't agree with like Ruth's, Ruth's story about the Brazilian sailors and the conga, and so he quit. Honestly, good for him. Like, stick it to the man. And then um, they like. Admit their love for each other. And... Yeah, well, Eileen is like, Bob, you love Ruth. And he's like, oh. I do, I guess. And then he's like, it's and love. And she's like, you do. And he's like, oh, it's love. <laughs> and then he admits his love for her. Yep. And then... They just bebop around and live their life in a wonderful town. And that's basically it. They just yeah. sing and dance and perform with all the sailors, right? Yeah. yeah. Do they come back? It's just like a big old, like, uh, I feel like it's just kind of everyone comes back and then they all sing a song together. Well, like I said, like, they're losing constantly. They, like, <laughs> never win. Yeah. And then all the characters, and then finally in the end, they all do. It feels like they're all chasing something, but it's always, like, the raw, like, they're always two steps behind everything. So it it's very on really the town. Chaotic. Like, they're just running around New York, like, missing. Like, like always, yes. like, being there and, like, losing it. And then they eventually catch it at the end. And then you're and like, it's nice. nice. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, too. I and, really liked it, honestly. Like, the music, I thought, was beautiful. I mean, Bernstein is just, like, awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, the music, I mean, it's Comden and Green, right? Yeah. Love Compton and Green. Lyrics by Compton and Green and then music by Bernstein. Like, it's, it is really beautiful. And you can't do this style musical better than Compton and Green. I feel like they just know how to do, like, the cute, quirky New York musical. So coy and just so, yeah, very sweet. And uh, Josh and I were just talking about this, like, there, so there's been, like, two major Broadway productions of Wonderful Town, but there have been, like, so many recordings of it. Like, I think there's nine different recordings of the album. So, like, the music must be pretty good if this many people People want to hear it that many times. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Like, you could, we could have listened to like three different versions of the same show, which I just think is so silly. (laughs) Like, what? I listened to the 2003 revival that was based on the 2000 City Center Encores staging that was done with Donna Murphy and Laura Benanti. 
directed by Kathleen Marshall and choreographed, who is a queen. And sure. um, they that City Center's production did so well, they brought it to Broadway. I love when that happens. Yeah, me too. And City Center's as a show, and then it comes to Broadway. I'm like, and oh, I also nice. love that because I feel like City Center always does like underappreciated shows. So then when they like gain enough appreciation to go back to Broadway, I'm like, the underdog is back that again. That happens. I mean, like this show, Gypsy with Patti LuPone, Chicago, right. the revival started off as a City Center's encore production. Like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'm a big fan. So, the, but the original um, production debuted in 1953. Mm-hmm. It did pretty well. Ran for 559 yeah. performances. I don't think that's like anything to be feel bad about. That's a great run. Right. It's a um, wonderful like, run. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wonderful town, and it's a take a shot every time we say wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it was just wonderful. And um, George Abbott was the director. King of Broadway. <laughs> Literally king of Broadway. Um, and um, Donald Sadler won Best Choreography for this production as well. Mm. So he liked the choreography. I, so did Kathleen Marshall. It's a big dance show. It is a big dance show. It has a lot of potential. And I think it's like, I don't know. I think it has a lot of great things to offer. And I mean, the, to like duly note, every Tony Award it was nominated for in 1953 it won. So yeah. best musical, best performance by leading actress in a musical for um, Rosalind Russell, best choreography, best conductor and musical director, Layman Engel, and best scenic design for Raoul Penet Dubois. So like I think like this might be like one of the most well received shows we've done. I think so too. That was a sweep. Yeah. I mean you can't beat Mame, but can't beat Mame, but this the revival was nominated for revi- best revival, best performance by leading actress for Donna Murphy, best performance by featured actress for Jennifer Westfield, best direction and choreography for Kathleen Marshall, and she only won for choreography. Yeah. So. So it's done. I mean, like, I feel like it's been recognized both times. It's been produced on Broadway. Yeah, definitely. And if you like, you should definitely watch the Tony Award performance for it. It's epic. There also is like a televised version of it that they did, um, like really back in the day. Nineteen fifty. That is on YouTube. Yeah, nineteen fifty-eight. Which that's like super cool. That's super yeah. cool footage. I really love black and white, like old Broadway performances on TV, like on the Ed Sullivan Show, things like that. I love those I kinds know. of clips. So I thought it was cool skipping through that. Yeah, I agree, and like the. The show, I think, also just has, like, I what I like about, um, what I like about how they have it set up is it's just, like, such a big show. I feel like it's, like, yeah, yeah you're following, like, obviously, like, Ruth and um, Eileen, but, like, there's so many random ensemble numbers. Like, I feel like every time one person is singing, like, suddenly everyone comes out and is, like, right (laughs) so i just like i think the show is so fun in that way and it's like in that way it's like the main character is the town like wonderful town like it's about like just like the energy of where they're at you know what i mean wow it's a continuous theme like rather than it being like those two girls to the main character it's like right fueling force behind it all is like where they are the wonderful town and who they meet wherever they are it's just like all of those like yeah, I love how Here's like they stories. advertise it as like Wonderful Town, the New York City musical. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's correct. And it is true because this show's kind of like chaotic in subtle ways, and like like yeah. New York City is. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And, like, sometimes chaotic in, like, just chaotic ways, like New York City is. Yeah. yeah like, there literally. would just be, like, a conga line that travels, like, all the way back to a town that leads to an arrest that leads to a, you know what I mean? Right. Why you're, like, <clears throat> you're not succeeding in your dreams. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> New York City. A classic. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I thought that the show was great. And, like, um, you said, the 2003, like, the Broadway revival that came from City Center... With, like, Donna Murphy and Laura Benanti that did eventually go to Broadway. Eventually ended up having, like, Brooke Shields in it. Like, there were some, like, big people Brooke that Shields. came and went. She floats around Broadway. She does. She's a she's a floater on the good old she was the Great White Way. Yeah. She does float around. I don't hate it, though. Neither me either. I think it's, I think it's pretty fine. Good, yeah, good for you, Brooke. <laughs> what would you um rate Wonderful Town? Oh, Oh, I'm just such a sucker for a golden age piece. I'd probably have to give it like an eight and a half. Yeah, I think I'd give it a nine out of ten. Yeah. It was like a silly thing to follow, and I think I'm easy to grade it so high. Grade it. <laughs> rate it so high. I'm grading it. <laughs> it's easy to rate it so high because there's not like that much weight to it. So like, it's just like easy to enjoy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I would agree. It just makes me, like, just listening to it just makes me, like, feel happy. (laughs) It's great subway music. It's great. Like, it's, yeah. And it, like, it just fills you with, like, that golden age, like, zest for life. Do you know what I mean? When you listen to, like, a golden age orchestration and you just, there's nothing better. Yeah. Like, the overture from a gold, like, any golden age show, it just always hits different. Overture? I barely know her. <laughs> Zing! Bazinga! <laughs> Got him! <laughs> yeah, but I... So, like, speaking of overtures, what was your favorite song? Oh, definitely Little Bit in Love. And... I really like Ohio, too. I think there's... Oh. I, I heard it on the Broadway channel, like, so many times growing up and not knowing the context of it. And then they did it on Glee, too. <laughs> Shout out to Glee. But I, I really like that. Yeah. I like Ohio, the songs, a little too. bit in love. Yeah. And I like all the dance music. I mean, like, Conquering New York. I like I liked all the dance music. Yeah. The dance music is really fun. Yeah. The arrangements are really good in the 2003 revival. So good. Just, like, so big. Very epic. I really liked... What about um, you? What song is it? The one that, like... I think it's the... um, Wait, what? What's the one where they're, like... The one that they sing on the Tonys with the, like, fish. And they're, like, gazoontite. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the swing. (laughs) I loved that. I didn't really understand it, but I just like laughed out loud when I listened to it because I thought it was so funny. Yeah, it's super funny. Super it's cute. so random. But the dancing was re- like when I saw it and the Tony performance, I was like, whoa. And like yeah, the whole like great. ensemble is like, Gesundheit, thank you. You're welcome. Like they have all these like cute little like talky moments. And I was like, whoa, that was epic. And I also yeah, like the Christopher very... Street. Yeah, that, I like the opening of it too. It's very fun. Fun yeah. opener. I was going to say, I really like the Wonderful Town swings. It feels like a very like flip on West Side Story. Like it kind of feels like cool, a little bit, but yes. like in a very positive way. Like 
like the rhythms and like the speaking yes. and the jumping in like all sound like West Side Story to me. So just true. Bursting. That's very true. Yeah, I really did. I liked, and I also, of course, really liked the Little Bit in Love song. But it was because I'd heard you sing it, which I was like, oh. My face. I was like, how do I know this? <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, hmm, what's that from? <laughs> and, then, and here we are. Then we made we this are. podcast, and then I knew what it was from. I think wow. that if you are like waltzing around any sort of town, put this on in your headphones, and you will just feel transported. You have a wonderful experience. A wonderful experience in a wonderful town. It'll be transformative. Just take our word for this. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at WTF underscore B-W-A-Y. That is WTF underscore B-Way. Because we we post post our musical reveal Mondays and on Wednesdays, our episodes go live. Woohoo! We like to, and next week, our big 20th episode, the 20th birthday of WTF B-Way have a little surprise coming out a little special guest so be sure to keep your eyes peeled your ears opened and check out that instagram for our updates we'll see you next week we'll see you we'll see you next week what a waste of a good podcast today <laughs> I'm trying to make what's that from <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.